Hello everyone, welcome to podcast for Better America or Frank. So doing a segment this month where we'll just be covering some of the things that happened this month, especially in the political landscape, just to um, give an idea of some things that have you know crossed my eyes, but also consigning in the American society and you know how we be better and actually just affecting each of our lives. And that could be you know, in our domestic life or you know in our um, foreign lives and uh maybe things you care about maybe things you do not care about but i think it's good to give us a try you know do something to that reveals some of the things happening throughout the month and things that actually affects people's lives and society in different ways so uh let's get to it um earlier this month this is uh, july of 2021 a judge in texas ruled against the daco which um is deferred action for childhood arrival created by the obama administration and um, anyone who lives in America for any period of time now would um, be aware of how um, this particular situation have been um, going on for a very long time. And I recently found out um, the American Congress have been working on immigration um, reform for almost 30 years. Um, so it didn't all the way back to what the Clinton administration when it comes to big immigration overhaul. And um, it seems like the government plays a game of hot potatoes with this. Um, so the judge that prevent the government from taking new applications is the same judge that initially put a program in jeopardy under Obama. So you're looking at almost about nine years ago um, or 10 years ago when this program first came into place because there was no congressional um, action. What happened was um, the Attorney General of Texas at the time, who is now the governor, um, sued the Obama administration and that really caused a lot of challenges to the program however it succeeded in the state and um, and then um, Trump came in and tried to get rid of the program and then it somehow succeeded in the state he had the Supreme Court and now um, what happened is um, the exact same judge pretty much um, just ruled that the government cannot take in new applicants in this month and it's very interesting because it seems like there is a game of hot potatoes with this particular situation. Is um, Republicans, when they empower, kind of are in favor of it, but kind of dance around it. And Democrats, you know, the House pass it, and then the Senate don't want to be very aggressive about it and just put it on the floor because right now it hasn't gotten a full vote. And um, on Obama, I believe um, five Democrats actually helped kill the full reform. And then it went to the, and then eventually the Gang of Eight, which um, the Honorable Senator uh, McCain was a part of, to fix this um, dreamer situation, sent it to the House. John Boehner was in charge of the House, never gave it a vote. So it just seems like the government itself at this point just plays a game of hot potatoes with this stuff. And then, you know, you find your conservative judge who don't like the program, and apparently he could just uh, strike it down because, you know, he's a federal judge. No one can fire him. But that happened this month, and I know um, in the American political landscape, a lot of people want to see some immigration reform done and something permanent. So that's why I thought it would be important to share what's going on in that department. Um, we have some more billionaires going into, into space. So we had um, Jeff, Be- Jeff Bezos of uh, Amazon, former CEO. I think he's stepping down soon, but he'll be chairman, so he's still in charge of the company. He um, went up to space, uh, well... He made it 
up around space and came back down. They don't usually go to space like the astronauts do as far as the as far as those guys go. And um Richard Branson did the same thing. Of course this is not without help from, you know, the government <laughs> and um other resources provided by the public. And uh this was cool. It's cool to, you know, see um experiments and innovation. The thing that I think people were pleased about is when institution that on the page of walkers um pretty much run a slave ship in its warehouses for someone like that to amass a lot of wealth go into space come back down and say hey uh, thank you for the you know for helping me um furnish my um my dream of going to space and uh here's a few uh million dollars to this people or this group but as long as raising yours wages you go screw yourself so um that could be another reason why people do not like the Bezos going to space. But I think it's good to celebrate stuff like that. However, though, um, there's something he made. There's a comment he made where he says, oh, this is really good for public service because there's some kid watching me go into space that would not be involved in shooting or be out there doing something bad. And the dismissive ignorance of such a statement is something I'm not sure what to do it. If the kids gonna go do gangbanging activities they're not going to watch you go to space so it does show how out of touch someone like that is and i could understand why the company and policies pretty much oppresses its walkers because it's a class system you walk on the floor you don't really mean much if you're management upper management you have great ideas so you know either way more billionaires went to space this month and that's cool and you just need to think differently though Frito-Lay, um, parent company in PepsiCo, workers went on, went on strike because um, there was some problems. Apparently, our Frito-Lay employs thousands upon thousands of uh, workers across the United States and across the globe. However, this is uh, the uh, Topeka, Kansas location. The workers went on strike because they were having shifts where they were working 12 hours get a break for eight hours, work 12 more hours, and they have people working for a couple of months straight with no um, off time. And a guy was electrocuted at the at this location in Topeka, Kansas, and um, suffered permanent disability, and the, um, the company dropped him off health care, made him go see a lot of doctors, basically had people spying on him. The company have denied this is an ongoing case, However, it looks like Frito-Lay um, will mix pretty much all the chips you could think about that you get at a grocery store. Um, Australian is walkers in very inhumane conditions and um, they only give them 24 cent raise. And he had a guy that worked there for over 30 years, um, three decades, and he makes $20 an hour. So three decades of work, making $20 an hour. Um, I mean... You could say go work somewhere else, but three decades of work at a place most like that guy probably likes his job and he probably worked hard at it, but he wasn't rewarded accordingly. So that caused um, a lot of things were going in the company. People were in a strike, and um, something I read into this actually when I began to dig into this story, I actually found out that at the onset of building this factory in Topeka, Kansas. People liked it. Like the people that worked there said it was communal. Um, they were respected. They were treated right. 
and it was like a good place to walk for and a good place to go. But over time, as the company got bigger and definitely controlled differently, they were turned into basically slave laborers in a way, except they were paid. So I guess you can't call it slavery. But when you don't have time, any time to spend with your family, where you don't have any time to um, grow, any time to do other things, and the work is breaking your back, and you don't have full and long-term benefits, then, um, you know, it leads to strikes. Another thing that um, happened this month is um, the Delta variant of the coronavirus is spreading throughout the U.S., and it's causing the CDC and um, some states to actually require mass mandates and begin to take precautions to um to prevent the spread of it this is this is you know in a way it's it's okay but i've always i've always believed that if you require people to get vaccines and their life cannot go back to normal No matter how pro vaccine I may be or anyone else may be, the CDC and the government stand the chance of losing the people in the sense that the way the society seems to think and operate is okay, I'll take your damn vaccine. I just want my life to get back to normal. And there are people that just won't take it for whatever reason. And there are people that are on the fence. And the people on the fence is the numbers you need to get to herd immunity, which is about 60-70% from what I've from what I got it earlier. Then when they see this new enforcement on people that have already been vaccinated, they might say this is pointless. So guidelines are coming back, but lockdowns are not coming back, it doesn't seem. But it does seem like This new guidance from the CDC might actually hurt the vaccine progress and help it. However, I might prevent the spread of COVID, so that's a good thing. Um, but we got another positive note. Um, sometime this month, a intoxicated driver basically drove in New York, drove into a street, obviously, you know, intoxicated. pretty much ran over a lady and her baby but somehow the lady ends up covering the baby this was an accident and i mean she reacted very quickly but from the video you could see that um it was very hard for her to get away but um there were two officers um they came they tried to pick up the car um some of the public helped and it was really good to see um you know just the officers really, really going above and beyond to try. They were really trying very, very hard to get that woman and her um, baby from out on the car. And um, the baby and uh, the mom were okay, and they had to go to the hospital. So there's some good stuff that's happened in our society in oh, the last month. 